The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. This is the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. The question most people ask when it comes to coworkers that do almost nothing is why do they exist? Why would a company tolerate an employee that does very little to contribute to its success? Moreover, what should you do if you work with someone that does not hold their weight in terms of getting the job done? In this podcast episode, I'm going to talk about why do workplace slackers exist? You see, what we're actually trying to do here is we're just, we're trying to get a feel for how people spend their day at work. So if you would, would you walk us through a typical day for you? I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. Uh, I use the side door, that way Lumberg can't see me. <laughs> and uh, after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Tell him but, space out? Yeah, I just stare at my desk, but it looks like I'm working. I do that for uh, probably another hour after lunch too. I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes of real actual work. I wanted to play that clip right there because if you've been in the workplace for any length of time, you know the type of person that really tries to do the least amount of work they can. And the surprising thing to a lot of people is why do these these people in the workplace, why do they continue to exist? Why are they allowed to exist? You know, workplace slackers, they're really nothing new. If you have been in the workplace for some time, I'm sure you've run into somebody that you know, although some people are, are just fundamentally lazy, there are those people in the workplace too that, you know, they're not naturally the type of person that likes to do nothing except for when it comes to doing their job. With the recent pandemic leaving many businesses short-staffed, it should not come as a surprise. They're often willing to take whoever they can, which really results in more people in the workplace just not wanting to do a whole lot. The competition to find quality help is really making it difficult to find quality people that are qualified to do a job oftentimes these days, especially with the shortage of workers that many businesses are finding. And like I said, they're just having to hire the people they can, and often it results in people that don't really do the best job. Although there are numerous slackers in the workplace, it really is important to only be fair, I will say, when defining what a slacker exactly is. Because the problem with a growing number of business today is, businesses is they're constantly looking for increasing profits, resulting in hiring fewer people, and they're asking them to do more. And for these workers, it wouldn't be really fair to describe them as lazy and trying to get away with doing less. For a lot of people these days, they just want to be treated fairly and compensated fairly, which with the global business world we're living in and a lot of big companies trying to compete on a global level, you know, they're, they're not treating their employees fairly in a lot of circumstances with the amount of hours they're working them and the paycheck they're getting. You know, even though there appears to be an abundance of slackers in the workplace, I will say this isn't necessarily the circumstance. You know, people that are being taken advantage of in the workplace, they're many times grouped into that 
that same type of person that is an actual slacker. So it's not fair to actually do that. People that do try to do their fair share of work and are exploited, they're not truly slackers. However, when it comes to real slackers in the workplace, there certainly is not a shortage. And so the question really comes up is why do workplace slackers exist? Why do they continue to be allowed by a lot of businesses? And one of the reasons I kind of pointed out is, especially right now, a lot of businesses, they're just, they're having trouble finding people to work. So they're taking those slackers. But honestly, there's never been a shortage of people in the workplace that, that just try to do the least amount that they can. For the people in the working world that are truly dead wood in the workplace, they can exist for several reasons, all of which are generally poor excuses. The reason for this is that most freeloaders in the workplace have coworkers that are frequently picking up the slack for them while being compensated often as much or even less. One explanation for slackers in the workplace is they often feel that their work has little meaning. A lot of companies today are certainly disconnected from the everyday employee, and this is particularly the case for large businesses that have shareholders. Although the focus of any business is always to make money, I will say the importance of the people that make a company successful, it's truly been lost over time. The result of people not feeling valued or taking pride in their work, it's increasing the number of workplace slackers. In addition to the low value of employees in the workplace by employers, there is no T in the word teamwork any longer. The increasingly challenging corporate grind to get ahead in a career, it really makes most people concentrate ultimately on themselves and not working together. Not all slackers are just plain lazy. Many of them are truly just self-absorbed. Nepotism in the workplace can also be something common to the workplace slacker. Nepotism in the working world is don't expect it to go anywhere anytime soon. The problem with an employee at a company that is related to a slacker that is, you know, someone's an owner or manager and they're, they know about a slacker that's a relative, they're not going to get fired from that company most times. Family tends to take care of each other. And this doesn't ex exclude the workplace. A relative that employs a person in their family will almost always let them get away with more in the workplace compared to the everyday employee. If there is a lazy person in the workplace related to someone that runs a business, don't believe for a minute the boss doesn't already know about the problem. They likely do and just ignore it. Another reason slackers exist in the workplace is favors both sexual and non-sexual, it really can result in workplace slackers being tolerated. Although just about every business owner and human resource department, you know, they state they don't approve of workplace relationships. The truth is it happens all the time. There are still plenty of people in the world sleeping their way to the top of organizations. A slacker employee that sleeps with the boss always is going to get preferential treatment, even if the people involved don't admit to it. There are so many secret relationships that occur in the workplace that allow the slackers to exist, and they're not always sexual in nature. 
It is also possible, let's say, for example, that a slacker has a mutual friend with their boss or possibly, you know, that person can provide a benefit to them outside of the workplace. They're going to get away with a lot more as far as being a slacker. Another reason that slackers exist is blackmail. It does exist in the working world and slackers will use it to their advantage. A workplace slacker that has dirt on a person in a leadership position in a company, they're going to use it. Maybe the slacker knows of something their boss did that was either unethical or illegal, and this could get the, the boss fired. Someone that, someone that wants to do the, the least amount of their job that has useful blackmail information, they honestly can get away with quite a lot. Far too often, people in the workplace will joke around about how a known slacker might have sensitive, confidential information about their boss, and therefore they get to sit around and do nothing. The thing you need to know here is the joking around. It might be quite true. The lazy employee might truly have information on the boss that allows them to get away with their lazy behavior. One of the things a lot of people probably already realize when it comes to slackers in the workplace is management a lot of times they don't like ambition or competition for their job. Leadership roles at most companies are filled by people that want to either remain where they are or continue to climb the corporate ladder. Employees that pose a threat to their job are not welcome. And for this reason, slackers are many times tolerated by a manager for their own self-interest. They could really care less how it might affect other employees or an entire company. Put lazy people with no goal to advance in a position, in, you know, put them to work, and they're not going to pose a threat to management. Aside from things like blackmail and nepotism, the fundamental reason most slackers exist in the workplace is that people in leadership positions don't care as long as the work gets done. Far too often, this is the underlying reason lazy deadwood workers exist. They survive at the expense of their coworkers that get the, you know, get the job done. With the disconnect at a growing number of companies valuing people, this explanation of business leaders ignoring slackers when the work gets done is probably the most toxic. The reason for this is it can bring down employee morale to company and cause numerous larger issues in the long term. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you, you have someone that you're currently working with that is a, a slacker. So you're wondering, what can you do if you have a coworker that is dead wood and they try to do the least amount of work that they can? And one of the things that is suggested by many experts is keep track of your own work and contributions. Regularly, what happens with a workplace slacker is... They work on a team project and at some point they fail to pull their workload. When a workplace freeloader causes a team to fail, it's important to have a record of your own contributions to show that you were not the cause of the problem. It is one thing to cover a coworker on occasion. However, doing the job of a lazy coworker on a regular basis also encourages them to continue with their behavior. So if there's one thing I can tell you when it comes to workplace slackers is if you continue to cover them, the problem isn't going to be solved. 
And that comes back to many leadership positions at companies. They really don't care as long as the job gets done. So they're not going to deal with a slacker worker. The long-term problem with covering for a slacker is the employees that cover for that person or people, they're going to eventually grow tired and get angry because understandably no one wants to be taken advantage of. And this is exactly what a Deadwood employee usually does is they take advantage of the people that will cover for them. So if you continually cover for someone that doesn't do their work, nothing's going to ever happen probably. Another thing you can do if you have a slacker coworker is try to see if there is a larger issue going on with them possibly. Now I'll tell you, it's never a good excuse, but there could be larger problems going on with your coworker that is hurting their performance on the job. People, everyone has a life outside of work and things like kids, divorce or money issues, they can all have an effect on someone. An employee that's aggravated by a slacker shouldn't have to work to resolve the issue, but at least knowing what the problem is might at least provide an explanation that could help the situation, at least in the short term. The problem with most long-term slacker employees is someone likely already knows of the problem in management. There might be a reason they're not able to deal with the problem resulting in immediate termination of that person that is a slacker. It could just be something like blackmail or a touchy potential legal problem with the slacker. Getting confrontational with a slacker at work, I will tell you it can backfire if the employer needs to protect themselves from the potential legal trouble with that particular, particular lazy employee. Try to have a conversation with the slacker if, you, if you're going to talk to them instead of a heated confrontation, because the result is often the person confronting the workplace slacker getting into trouble themselves instead if there is something else going on. If, for example, a slacker employee at a company has a good potential lawsuit for sexual harassment or something, the employer will make the freeloader happy as opposed to making their work record an actual issue probably. A lot of times slackers are able to, to get away with stuff because there is something deeper going on. And the problems that that particular slacker employee could cause are much bigger than actual, actually dealing with the problem. So someone that has a good case of a coworker that doesn't do a whole lot of work, they're probably not going to care if the potential outcome of the problem employee could be much worse. So you need to know if you do confront someone that's a slacker or you bring it up to management, it could cause a bigger problem for you. Deadwood in the workplace, it's not going to be eliminated anytime soon. There will always be things like nepotism, blackmail, and workplace favors that allow slackers to exist in the working world. Even though many workplace experts argue there are ways to deal with slackers at work. The truth here is their existence is likely one from a source that can't often be corrected. And this is failed leadership at a growing number of companies that allow lazy workplace behavior as long as the work itself gets done. 
management that is aware of workplace slackers and they regularly choose to ignore the problem when the work gets done and in the interest of their own is it's the ultimate problem. They see lazy employees with no ambition as not being a threat to their jobs. And often they like it this way. Sometimes workplace slackers can be dealt with. However, the truth with a widespread employee slacker problem at a place of business is the issues, they're likely not going to go away. Time and again, management at most companies are, are already aware of a slacker problem and they choose to ignore it in their so own self-interest. Then this shows the real problem is many times fundamentally failed leadership at most companies and not its workplace slackers. The fact is, with most workplace slackers, the problem isn't going to, to go away. A person that is tired of doing more and having to cover for a coworker that is a true slacker, that person will likely need to find a new job with another employer. An employer with leadership that has not failed the people that work for them. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. Let me know your thoughts on workplace slackers. You can send any comments or questions directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. The next podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about lying on a resume. It is estimated that 78% of job seekers lie in the hiring process. How can a truthful person compete with this? Join me in the next podcast again as I talk about lying on a resume.